Welcome to the Fully Restored Podcast. Christians often struggle to talk about areas of deep hurt like trauma or abuse, shame, or betrayal. These are deep soul wounds. Friend, Christ came to not only heal us from our sin, but from our soul wounds as well. My name is Kristen Klaus, and I'm a licensed professional counselor and author. And my guest and I are here to walk with you on your healing journey. We see you and hear you. Friend, if you hang with me, apply these truths to your life, you will be on your own path to a fully restored story. Grab your coffee, tea, or favorite drink, and let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Kristen Klaus, and you're listening to the Fully Restored Podcast. August is here, and I don't know about you, but I am enjoying my summer, but it is so busy. Last year, we started our summer devotion series, and it was so popular that we decided to bring it back this year so that we can honor the busy season that many of us are in, but also to stay connected. So join me today for a few minutes as we dive into our summer devotion series, where I hope your life will be encouraged and inspired each week. This fall, we'll be starting our next season with our normal interview shows. Now, on to today's show. Often we confuse the words transition and change. This may be in great part to the fact that in our language, we often use those two words interchangeably and no pun intended. However, their meanings are really quite different when we get to the core of the issue. William Bridges says that transition is the inner process through which people come to terms with a change as they let go of the way things used to be and reorient themselves to the way that things are now. He also gives a model of the three steps of transition, ending, neutral zone, and new beginnings. Change is just that, a change which has happened. Change is an event or an occurrence. Change takes on many forms. It can be small, insignificant, or great and life-altering. Change often feels like a high wall that blocks our pathway, like a barrier across our path, a disruption in our plans. Or, if we're going to be honest, in some cases, it feels like a big hole that's opened up at our feet. And when we see this barrier of change, our thoughts are, how do we get over this? This is way too hard. I can't do this. I don't like change. I didn't ask for this. I just want everything to go back to how it used to be. Everything that was comfortable and familiar is gone. And this is scary. And it represents the unknown. And I don't like it. When we have those thoughts, doubt begins to set in, and it seems as if the change is too big of a barrier, a wall, or a hole for us to get across, to get over, or to get through. Now, in scriptures, we see the story unfolding before us in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John of Jesus being crucified and how that affected not only his disciples, but in reality, all of mankind then and to come. For his disciples and followers, there was a journey they went on, which was a difficult one, and it happened over three days and beyond. And this journey was one of transition. 
It was a loss of what they once knew in the beginning of walking into God's plan for their next season in their lives. However, through this story, God shows us, God shows you and I a blueprint of what change looks like and how we transition through it. Day one, on the first day, Jesus was crucified. It was day one. Now, I want us just to put ourselves in the shoes of Jesus' disciples. Can you imagine being one of them, one of his followers on that day, and witnessing the death of Jesus on the cross, a fear of the unknown overwhelming in them, taking hold of them, grief taking residence within, and, and this loss of hope just strangling any breath of life within them. Devastation, pain, suffering, life seemingly unbearable without Christ with them. This day, it represented endings. And all of us can identify with endings, right? Endings in jobs, ending of a relationship, loss of a loved one, ending, shifting, changes in ministry, changes and endings in our family of our children living with us as they're growing up and then becoming adults and moving out, marriages ending in divorce. You know, you fill in the blank of what your ending represents. Endings are difficult and we often don't want to talk about them or we have a difficult time moving through them. Now, endings represent a change in our identity and what we once knew in the familiar. At night, I can move around my house without the lights on because it's familiar. I know without having to see what and where everything is, how to maneuver around my home. And when endings happen, the familiar is now gone. It's like the furniture has been moved all around in your house. And it feels like we are continually bumping into things in the dark. And when endings take place in our lives, we see how our identities become ingrained in something or someone else. And part of journeying through endings is letting go of what we once knew, of our old lives, and our previous identities in order for us to move through the process of transition. And when Jesus died upon the cross, this represented an ending of dreams, of hopes and perceptions of what and who the Messiah was. The disciples' identities were through Christ living and walking with them in the flesh. And it was through the years they spent ministry together, experiencing life together and growing together, that they grew in their relationship with Jesus. They didn't realize at the time, but their season with Jesus walking the earth was preparing them for a new season in their future. This season, it was about stepping out of their old identities and walking into something new, new anointing, a new power, a new relationship with Jesus. And us looking back, we can say, a relationship with the Holy Spirit and the fullness of God. That could not happen without the death and later the resurrection of Jesus. Now, in relation to seasons, you know those seasons, 
that we just talked about. William Bridges tells us that the new growth cannot take root on ground still covered with the old, and endings are the clearing process. So let's just think about that quote for a second. So if new growth can't take root on ground still covered with the old, what is it that we need to sweep away, rake away, move out of the way so that new growth can take place in us? What are the things that need to be cleared away in mine and your lives so that God can do a new thing within us? God has new growth for each and every one of us, and the new growth cannot take root unless we have endings which clear away what is no longer a part of our new season. We need to not fear the endings in our lives, but instead embrace them, even in the midst of our pain and sorrow. We need to cherish the love and what those seasons and those places and those people represented to us, but remembering they don't define us. Only Christ can define us. Not long ago, I was in a discussion with a group of friends, and the topic of change, more specifically, all the change that happens. And at, a, at that time in my life, we were discussing, and, and one new friend immediately started speaking life to me about the joys of what God is doing through all of these endings. And she reminded me the endings represented the clearing away Christ is doing in me so I can carry the anointing for what he has for me in the near future. I remember that conversation. And now, many years later, I think, yes, that was a difficult time. But where I am now, I never would have stepped into all the different things that God has had me step into if I didn't have those endings. See, seasons flow in a cycle, and they're ever-changing. Each season has a specific amount of time appointed and created by God for it to shine. Think about that. Every season has an appointed amount of time, and it was created by God specifically for that time to shine. And as one season ends, the beauty of the next begins to take shape. This is life. No matter how difficult, no matter how many tears, Christ has something for us. He does not leave us lost in our endings, but gives us the seasons to remind us of this perpetual flow of life in the natural and in our lives individually. I'm so grateful for God's unending love in the midst of our endings. Remember, friends, you are not alone, and Christ truly understands your endings as he experienced the cross. That was the end of that season so that the fullness of who he was meant to be could happen, and that was that he came He ended his time as God on the throne, came to earth as a baby, lived a time here on earth, began his ministry, became known who he was, that he was the Messiah. And then there was another ending, and that ending rocked the world of the disciples. But through that, we all can find healing, redemption, forgiveness. We all can find life and a relationship with God where there were barriers before, all because 
Jesus embraced that ending. And I want to challenge you, whatever endings you're facing today or this season, embrace the ending. Embrace the change that God has because He has a transition for you for the next season. This is Kristen Klaus with Fully Restored Podcast, wishing you a blessed day, my friend. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. Both of those are at author Kristen Klaus. You can also find me at my website, fullyrestored.love or kristenklaus.com. And remember, friends, nothing or no one is beyond restoration with our Jesus.